Happy Monday, everybody. This is Mary Clark. Welcome to my podcast, Mother Mary Monday. Every Monday, I'll share discovery stories, life lessons, and encourage you to seek and find your best you. I love when a topic comes to me for the podcast and it just seems glaringly obvious that this is what I'm supposed to talk about. And then over the next few days, more content comes based on that. And that is what unfolded this week um, in a really beautiful way. And in the process as... um, as it can be sometimes for me and probably for you, it became kind of emotional. Um, just the reality of of seeing things in a particular way. I love time hop. I have time hop on my phone, and I like it because every day I get a reminder of however many years ago. Sometimes it could be seven years ago, or six, or three, or one. I like it because. It instantly shows me where I was on that particular date with my mindset, with um, the reality of our life, how old our kids were, how old our granddaughter is, what was happening within our career. It's just a really wonderful thing. I love Time Hop. I think it's really awesome. And this appeared in my Time Hop Um, in the middle of last week, it's a quote from T.D. Jakes. Um, and I had, I had tweeted it five years ago and what it said was you can't lead people to anything they don't have a vision for. And I think the hardest part of our job is that you can find somebody who has all the potential in the world, but if they don't see it, it's not going to manifest. Or you can find somebody who you think can be a top model, somebody that can be a leader, somebody that has so much potential. And sometimes you can bring that out of them as a mentor, a coach, um, as their mother agent, as their parent, as... um, a friend, but you know how they say the teacher appears when you're ready to learn, all of a sudden you're open to it. Um, We've had those times in our lives where, for me, 25 years, and for Jeff and I together, 20 years, where we saw that somebody had all the potential in the world, but because they didn't see it, nothing happened, or, or a limited amount of success happened. And one person in particular uh, was somebody who physically had everything that she needed. From the instant we met her, we were like, oh my goodness, what a beauty. She was very young, which happens a lot for us. So she was 13, 14. We had to wait for braces. We had to wait for her to grow. We had to help her learn how to communicate in a way that she had never really communicated. She came and stayed with us on several occasions for big blocks of time to work on physical fitness and and, and getting all those things together um, so that she could go 
pursue this dream. And she would say, yes, I want this. And, oh, you know, I, 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 I really want to achieve this. And hindsight's twenty twenty. I remember um, we always have a gazillion magazines. Obviously, we have subscriptions to tons of fashion magazines. We save all the American Vogues and um, we just always have magazines. And so while she was staying with us, this is when we still lived out in Dirty Prairie, I said, um, you know, you're looking for things to help her fill her time, to build her confidence, to grasp the vision. And I bought some poster board and I said, why don't you go through the magazines that we have and put together a dream board I've always been somebody who, from the time I was right out of high school, would have dream boards, things that inspired me that I loved having in front of my face. I also love doing a collage, and I love um, having those types of things as inspiration. And so over probably a month period of time, I would say, hey, do you have your dream board done? And oh, I haven't done it, or I'll get to it. And it was interesting because it wasn't like there was a lot of things that she had to be doing. The long story short, the dream board never happened. And I remember us sitting one day as our relationship um, grew. We're talking over a a couple-year period. And basically, the long story short is she told me, I can't create a dream board because I can't see that for myself. And it broke my heart. (laughs) And no matter how hard Jeff and I tried to help her see it, um, she didn't have the vision for it, and so it didn't manifest. And I think that that's so telling for everyone in, in your life is the power of vision. I also believe in the importance of writing it down. I believe in the importance of talking about it, whatever that goal is. So Saturday night, Jeff and I watched the ESPN Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony. We love football. I love an inspirational speech. It's everything that I could want. And we were, um, we'd had an open call. We'd been scouting all day. We were tired. We had an early dinner. And then we watched the five people that were at the enshrinement were Jerry Kramer, Brian Erlecker, Brian Dawkins, Randy Moss, and Ray Lewis. And um, I had different favorites or people that, players that I knew of. I knew of Brian Erlecker because he was super cute and <laughs> because Sarah Hitman used to have a crush on him when she lived in Chicago. So I knew who he was. I knew about Randy Moss because that was during the time that um, our sons were super into football, especially Elliot. And we had a friend that was that had coached at the Vikings. And then Ray Lewis, I really knew of because Elliot would do his moves. He thought Ray Lewis was the coolest ever. When they came and played for the St. Louis Rams, we got to be on the field and and be right by Ray Lewis, and it was like a really big moment in our life. Long story short, we really looked forward to hearing these guys share um, their speech. And it was universal. They all started with a vision. Then they shared stories of coaches, mentors, teammates, faith. Faith was a big part. There were times during that the, the ceremony, of course, I loved it, um, that I felt like I was at church. And it was neat, too, because they also had, as they were giving their speeches, 
um, they they had scrolls underneath of other people that they wanted to thank. Because, you know, to thank everybody that helped you build a career in 20 minutes um, is not easy. And I thought in particular, um, I can't remember if it was Ray Lewis or Brian Dawkins. It was one of them. They were scrolling, and during that time, they made mention of and they personal names. One was a janitorial staff person for the team that they played. Then they made mention, you know, of family members. Then there was the mention of a couple of people that worked at the cafeteria uh, at their uh, their team facility, and I was just. I was already blown away by their words and their passion. I was blown away because several of these guys in particular came up with very little. Single parent families, poverty, every reason to not achieve what they have achieved. But it started with the vision. And then they were blessed to have people in their life that helped push them through the vision and they were living, breathing testimonies of the impact that that had had on their life. And I was like, it's so true. You have to have the vision first. You have to see it, or it will become something that eludes you. On the drive back, we got up early this morning. We're like, let's drive back, get back to St. Louis to have a little bit more time before we're off uh, traveling again. And and I wanted to get back in time to do the podcast now so everyone can start their Monday morning with with some inspiration. Oh, no. And Papa worked so hard at creating that. Am I going to keep going? <laughs> I am telling you, Jeff has been working on rigging this whole system so that it could be on Instagram and his phone just fell off. I'm sorry, honey. But you had a vision for it, so by next week he'll have it all together. <laughs> um, so on the drive back, uh, we take turns tag teaming depending on if, who's tired. And I was trying to list, listen to a Stephen Furtick podcast and then because the Wi-Fi, the, the signal in between... St. Louis and Iowa can get very sketchy at times. That wasn't a reality. So I was like, let's turn on Joel Osteen radio and listen to that for a while. And I was so glad that that happened because Tyler Perry was there today. Um, they actually did like a Q&A with Joel Osteen and Tyler Perry. And then Tyler Perry got up and basically preached a message. And the accomplishments of this person who, again, grew up in not a good situation. Um, not only was he, it was a poverty situation, it was also uh, abuse. It was not good. But he shares the story, and I've heard him share the story before, how he would go underneath the staircase as kind of the times where he was scared, overwhelmed as protection. He found some old uh, old can of paint, and he painted this area underneath the stairwell in a robin robin egg blue. I love that he described it that way. And he would hunker down in his little safe zone and put himself 
in a mindset where he envisioned the life that he's now leading. Of course, he couldn't have imagined to the degree, but my point is he allowed himself to have vision. And he talked about how so many layers of stories, such a fascinating story this man has. Um, But he talks about even today how he'll put himself in the mindset to write, um, which he compares to the mindset of being that little boy underneath the staircase having a vision. And to this day, he allows himself that same creative zone. And I thought it was powerful and completely lent itself to this, to the concept of how important vision is and how we're, we are responsible as individuals to have that vision for ourselves. We've had the benefit and the blessing of having a very successful model management company. In the early years, it just started off with a love and a desire to, to follow the passion that was in my heart, which then ultimately led to me meeting Jeff at the same time that I met Ashton Kutcher, and all of it was wrapped around a vision that we all had for our lives from the day that I met Ashton Kutcher. He had vision, and he never let it die, and to this day, he keeps raising the vision. I can say the same thing about Carly Kloss. She had a vision from the very beginning. Alana Arrington, early, early on, there was a vision. There was a specific goal. Mila Del Beggio, from early on, clarity of what those goals looked like. I could go on and on and on about the people on our wall because so many of them have had it. Grace Hartzell. Uh, the list goes on. But my point is, those are the ones that achieved because it started first with a vision. Back in my little office, in the early days, I always had a vision board. When we moved to Darning Prairie and the kids were little and we were working out of our basement, both Jeff and I had a vision board, a dream board, a visual for us to look at. And I remember when we ultimately took those down as we were kind of upgrading our office, we could look at that vision and realize so much had manifested. My my desire of my heart is that this will motivate you to have a vision, to create something visual that you can look at, to sit down this week and start writing out goals, measurable goals that can be defined. And then once you reach that, either it'll lead you to the next one or you'll adjust. But no matter what, you have to start with a vision first. I appreciate you listening. I hope that part of the encouragement of these Mother Mary Monday podcasts are that they give you a vision for more for your life because there is more. There's so much more. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. And look, I will look forward to next Monday when I can share whatever I'm going to share then. I don't even know what it is yet. The week will unfold and tell me. Have a great week. Thanks for listening.